The most important skill for boutique portrait photographers to have is to be able to start conversations with people, whether you know them or not. Now, before you skip to the next episode, hear me out. You may be horrified at the thought of striking up a conversation with a stranger. It might make you feel insecure and awkward. Or maybe you're saying, Sarah, that's not me. I can chat with anyone about anything until it comes to bringing up my photography business and then I go into an awkward salesy person. (laughs) Or maybe this sounds more like you. You're great at conversations until that whole, what are your prices question comes up. The good news is that talking to strangers and transitioning a conversation into an opportunity to mention your business, the good news is that talking to strangers And transitioning a conversation into an opportunity to mention your business is a skill that you can learn and be great at. So today I'm sharing one conversation starter framework that I teach to my coaching students so that they can book sessions and you can too. You're not going to want to miss this one. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time. I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. I know your parents told you not to talk to strangers and what? Now I'm telling you it's time to talk to strangers. My friend, there's a difference between talking to a stranger who's carrying a chainsaw, wearing a white plastic mask in a dark alley and chatting casually with a precious mama who's sitting next to you in a waiting room with a new little baby. Big difference. Do not stop this podcast until it's done, because I promise this is going to help you. I'm even going to give you a resource at the end to help you do this, and you're going to love it. So be sure to stick around till the end. Now, I want you to have the mindset that everywhere you go and with everything you do, you find a reason to start a conversation with every single person that you can because it's free marketing. You're crossing paths with another human. What a great opportunity to share what you do and get into a conversation. Okay, so here are a few just simple tips on how to start a conversation with a stranger before I go into the framework, because I really just want you to start with little habits. Like, Everyone you come across, comment on something or give them a compliment like, oh, look at your cutie little dog or, oh my gosh, I love your necklace or gosh, your coat looks so warm. What a chilly day it is out here. See how easy that is? Just 
talking to people and you'd be amazed at how much you can tell from a person when you just start a conversation. Maybe they're having that internal meeting with all of their brains. <laughs> you know, I get that way where you say something to me and I'm kind of zoned out because I'm in focus mode. That's okay. Just keep moving along. Don't let it mean anything. Or maybe they're just super peppy and they want to engage with you. Do it. Questions are also great. If you're sitting by someone on a subway or at a doctor's office or at a sporting event or anywhere where you're both sitting there after a bit, I'll ask them, hey, where are you from? Or, you know, do you have a kiddo playing in this game? Or what kind of dog is that that you have? Or how old is your daughter? Oh my gosh, I love that age. She looks about five. She still has her baby teeth. Aw. I mean, literally, guys, you can show interest in other humans and truly think about it. If we go through life and we just live in our own little zone and don't interact with anybody or have interesting experiences, for sure, there might be some negative ones mixed in there, but how can we know how great life is if we don't have some bumps in the road that help us appreciate it by contrast? So let's just get out there and and meet some interesting people. At least it gives you dinnertime conversation like, oh my gosh, I had the most bizarre conversation today. <laughs> I love conversations like that. And the thing is, when you're talking with people, look at your body language. Look them in the eye. Be genuine. You don't have to be an extrovert to do this either, by the way. I know some of you immediately are like, oh, no, no, I'm an introvert. I don't do these things. Guys, it's just good manners. You're crossing paths with someone. You're waiting in a line with someone. It's only nice just to strike up a little conversation with them. And the thing is, that's great about this, you can practice this almost every single day. This summer, my daughter had a marketing internship with a local small little baseball team. And my husband and I went to a lot of the games. And they give those tickets away to little little scout troops and little little league teams all over town. And there are a lot of grandparents there and you know all different kinds of people. And many of them, just like in any population, many of them are not my ideal client and that's okay, but that doesn't stop me from talking to them. I think sometimes people think, oh, I'm only going to talk to people that I think look like my client. Hey, you never know what your client looks like. They could look like anything, but typically grandparents don't come to me. My target audience is the parent. And so I just think it's interesting. A lot of older people and groups of people. And I don't know, I just find it interesting. And so if you get into the habit of talking to people with no agenda, it will be much easier when you actually meet someone that you think might be in your target audience or might be a right fit client. And so we would engage with everybody. And gosh, I think that COVID fog that we were all in put us back. I, I do. I think it set us back and it, it made us all comfortable not engaging and not talking to people. So for me this summer, my gosh, it, it just made me happy just getting back out there and talking to people. And really one of my things that I love to do, and I didn't really even think about it, but I love studying human behavior. How can you get somebody to look you in the eye and engage in a conversation and not just say, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And then walk away from you. <laughs> you know, I think all of us are busy in our brains. We're having multiple conversations. We're thinking about tomorrow. 
And for me, believe it or not, it helps me be present in my own mind by having conversations with other people because I have to listen. And then it keeps me focused on the baseball game or visiting with my husband or whatever that activity is instead of sitting there thinking about what should I be doing right now in my business. (laughs) So if you have that problem, that's a good little tip for you as well. But the interesting thing is, and I think a lot of people struggle with this, is, okay, Sarah, that's great. I've gone out. I've started casually starting conversations with people, but how do I shift the conversation into talking about my business and then getting a client maybe from this conversation that I just struck up with a stranger? Well, here's the thing. As I built my business and I started getting more and more clients, then I started teaching my systems to photographers. I had to figure out, okay, how can I create a system that someone can read it and learn it or listen to it and learn it and then go do it and get consistent results. And so over the years, I've had to teach it and then figure out, okay, what happened? Oh, I need to add a step. I need to add a step. And this little framework that I'm sharing with you can be a game changer for you. And you might say, oh my gosh, there's just some free little thing in a podcast. Listen to me, my friend. I'm giving this to you because life rewards action takers. And by you being here and listening to this podcast, you are taking action on your life. So because you're a loyal podcast listener, I'm going to give you this test formula because it will give you a starting point, some basic structure to shift your conversations with strangers into conversations about your photography. And if you're serious about building your photography business, you might want to write this down. And if I were you, I'd carry it with me everywhere for the next two weeks, three weeks, heck, the next year until it becomes second nature. So here we go. Test. T-E-S-T. All right. First is the T. T for touch on their problem. Okay. So you might be saying, well, what do you mean their problem? People have to have a problem. Yeah, here's the reality. If there's no problem, there's no sale. So the problem might be that they don't have any artwork on their walls. Their problem might be, and and when I say problem, right, that means challenge or even opportunity. They might have a new baby. They might have a new pet. They might have an elderly grandparent and through conversation realize that they have five generations of women in the family who are still living like, wow, wouldn't you want to document that? That's a problem we can solve. Maybe the matriarch of the family passed away and there is a beautiful image and they're wanting to have it made into a beautiful painting and you have those skills. So many opportunities out there. But the key is we've got to find out why they need portraits right now. So we've got to touch on the problem. The conversation might sound like, oh, hey, Susan, we've had a little chit chat. And I might say, hey, you know, I remember your youngest kiddo went to college. Has he been home lately? And Susan might say, oh my gosh, he's coming home in a couple of weeks and he hasn't been home in three years. Actually, all of the kids are going to be home. Oh my gosh, I've just uncovered something brilliant, right? So I've touched on the problem. Okay. So that's T. We're, we're investigators. We're looking for a, an opportunity here. Number two is E in the test formula, emotional connection. We want to create an emotional connection. Now, listen, people 
make decisions with their emotions and then they justify with logic. So we're never going to win a logical conversation of like, oh my gosh, I'm a photographer and I'm cheaper than this person. You get more digital files. Like that's not even going to appeal to someone. But if you get into their emotional state, whether it's pain or joy, and you touch their hearts with your story, that is where progress happens. And that's when it's like, oh my gosh, they start coming closer to you and to your ideas. So perhaps their dog is getting older and you've just gone through the same situation. This can be such a great connection. We had a high school senior who came in and we did her senior portraits. And in the consultation, we were talking about what she might want to bring. And we asked about animals because we have a whole checklist of things we want to go through because we really want to celebrate who that person is, not just go through a pose book like when I was in high school. But she said she has a pet and it was a cat and that cat was getting really old and they knew that that cat's days were numbered. And we said, of course, bring that cat in. And we captured a bunch of images of her loving on that cat. And they ended up getting a framed series, which then they did for all of the other children too. They brought in whatever family pet was around because these kids were like four years apart and there were four of them. And so it spanned you know, quite a few years and they brought in a different family pet. And we always ask about that oldest child who we photographed with her cats. And she and the family always says, oh my gosh, she's so grateful to have that image. And so I, I'm able to tell stories like that, that really connect us together. And of course, I have pet stories that I can share about my pets and, you know, struggles we've had. And I can totally have a lot of empathy there because I care about people and I care about my clients. And so I'm looking for an emotional connection. The third step is solution in the test formula. So I'm looking for a, a, a sort of a bridge of how I can explain that my portraits are the solution. For example, with the, the student, I was talking about how the mom said, you know, my youngest is in college and they haven't been home in three years and they're all going to be home. I like to share the story about why I had a third child. <laughs> it was because I had twins first and the day they were born, I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to leave me the same day to go to college. I definitely need at least one more baby. And you know what happened? Literally on the same day, they both left me to go to college and we took one an hour away. So the family of five packed up. We took one daughter an hour away and we got her unloaded and then we drove up to Chicago and hopped a flight out to Salt Lake City, Utah, where we had to check the other one in. And there was a moment when we all realized like our family unit was going to forever be changed moving forward. And it was a parking like little area in front of the dorm, but we were standing up the ramp where kids could ramp their, you know, their suitcases and their things to unpack. And so I was above my three kids with my cell phone and they walked over to each other and one hugged the other. And then the third one came behind and they made this giant hug and they had tears streaming down their faces. And I got the perfect angle because it cut out all of the ugly cars behind them. And I got the most beautiful image of the three of them embracing. And I know it was only on my iPhone, but I was able to print a small, gorgeous print of it. And just that image 
when I look at it, it brings me so much joy. And so that's the the solution of celebrating all of these stages in our lives. And as a photographer, of course, I always photograph them growing up. And now I'm lucky if I get all three in the same image once a year, but those are the images that I look at that give me goosebumps and that give me, you know, the chills and just make me feel like I am so grateful for my family and how much they love each other and care about each other. You know, cause you always, I kind of, at least I do think of my three kids of, you know, in high school, it's like, Oh, you took my shirt and you know, all the little, little sibling rivalry things. So to see them have that moment where they realize they were going to be leaving each other and just that, that hug and those tears, it was, it was so amazing. And so we want to have that solution based on whatever they're going through. So if it's a it's a dog situation, I tell the dog story. If they have a new baby, I find a story from that time in my life or a client story or a friend story. So that's the solution I'm presenting to them that they maybe haven't thought of. Whoa, hanging artwork in my house. I don't really do that. And then I go to the T in the formula, which is temperature. I want to test the temperature. So I sort of want to feel out by asking them a question, how they feel about this. Does this resonate with them? So I may say something like, oh my gosh, have you had your kids photograph lately? You're saying they haven't been home from college. Um, Have you even thought about that lately? And I just let them answer me. They might say, you know what? We haven't, Sarah. You do that. Don't you tell me about it. Or they might say, oh, I'm photoed out. Last time they were home, Billy brought his girlfriend and she made us do all these photos and we went out in the storm and blah, blah, blah. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. That is my passion that everybody has images of the people they love. Do you have them? I want to see them. Like, I, I don't take it personally. I don't get my tidies in a wad going, oh, that's too bad. I lost a client. I didn't get a client. No, just make it part of a conversation. You have nothing to lose. You haven't invested much time or money. So it really doesn't matter. And I think if you start having more of these conversations, you'll start getting good at realizing who your ideal clients are and how you can solve any type of challenges that they are going through. I'm telling you, my friend, after being in business 25 years and coaching hundreds of thousands of photographers, I can tell you the best thing you can do to learn about your target audience and how to persuade people is to talk to people. Just get them to trust you enough to engage with you. And the best thing to do is to start with people who don't matter. The little fella at the checkout stand, the grandma that you run into in line at the grocery store, it doesn't matter. And if you make this standard operating procedure in your life, you are building a muscle you can use forever. And when it's appropriate, then you can turn it into casually talking about what you do, but only after you've determined if they have a need for what you do. So much easier than we make it. It's not rocket science, but with some practice, but with some practice, you can master it. And listen, if you've enjoyed this and you're like, Sarah, I know I can do this and you want a physical reminder to do it, I've got a whole list of conversation starters. So I've got you, boo. Go to joyofmarketing.com forward slash start conversations. And seriously, go start some conversations. 
Hey photographer, this is Sarah again. And really quick, I wanted to let you in on a little secret. In my 25 years as a photographer, the season we're in right now through the end of the year is when I make the most money as a photographer. Crazy, right? What I found is that it's super easy to get photography clients this time of year when you have your marketing dialed in. If you've thrown in the towel for the year, or you're feeling like I made what I made and I'll refocus next year, friend, it's not too late to turn things around. That's why I'm giving you the chance to work with me to boost your bookings and end this year strong. Starting November 6th, I'm doing a free five-day booking boost. You heard me right, it's free. You can join right now at joyofmarketing.com forward slash booking boost. That's joyofmarketing.com forward slash booking boost. You'll get an hour of live training daily with me for five days, plus a challenge workbook that will help you gain momentum and get more bookings as you wrap up the year strong. Plus, you'll get support, encouragement, and accountability in our private Facebook group. No matter where you are in your photography business, this challenge is going to help you understand the steps you need to take to find right fit portrait photography clients consistently. You just need to RSVP to save your seat. Go to joyofmarketing.com forward slash booking boost and join the five day booking boost.